What is up, everybody? Clint Esposito here with Throwback Moto Thursdays is what it is. We are watching the FMX Riot. I don't know what year this is from. I'm watching with none other than Steve Sommerfeld right here. What year is this? Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't do my research before we started. <laughs> um, You're... You were pulling clips. You were setting up the uh, live stream. 2004. I assume you were doing all the <laughs> research. <laughs> 2004, I believe it was from. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so that's we're just going to get right into it. I am going to play my intro just so it seems like I did all this on purpose. Yeah, that's right. You're not going to be There's able no to hear it. We're not going to be able to hear it, but it's going to sound awesome to everybody else. It was probably distorted because it looked like it was playing very loud. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. FMX Riot number two. I think I got that. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, that. this is cool. We're back after last week's awesome clip from the first one. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I left that um, little session pumped. Just on the whole series and everything. Uh, I think we finished here. It was like one o'clock my time. I d actually didn't go to sleep until three. But I stayed up. I was pumped. It was natural terrain. The glory days of FMX. Riding free in the hills with the boys and trying to one up your buddy for bragging rights among friends. Okay, we're definitely on Rumble. YouTube is being a little bitch, just like I said. Oh. You will survive. Is that the place Parsons rides heaps? That one they just showed? I don't know. I was messing with YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is where he goes. I do get disappointed hearing no bulldozers. <laughs> I would be happy with that. Wouldn't hurt a at all. Judging of this contest would be done by the competitors themselves, making it a true form of free expression. You ride, you judge, you hope to win. Out here, the only thing that will truly defeat you is the desert itself. Look at that. That looks so unreal. Yeah. No wonder Parsons just disappears for ages and goes out there. Yeah, as soon as it rains, he's like, later civilization. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a whole new crew. NVHC. A crazy lunatic from the metal militia, Mike Mason, emerging as a major competitive force. Fashion plate Matt Rabot from Switzerland. He took the silver medal at Winter X06. Nice. And two young guns, Brian Bubs Foster 
and 19-year-old Miles Richmond. Whoa. Cool. Oh, shit. That was good. Who's that, Link? There you go. Looks like Link. Yeah. Representing the dark side. Oh. Freestyle pioneer Lord Larry Linkoggle, the winner of the infamous Moto Survival Tour. Moto Survival Tour, we need to find that. Began on a oh, Monday next. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. But yeah, like this is sick. We've got Miller um, and Mason. Who was the other one from NBAHC? Uh, Brian Foster. Oh, yeah, Brian Foster. We got a good little track in the backyard. It's kind of sandy. Kind of like a Southwick National, if you will, for the pit bikes. But only when it's wet. And now we are leaving this place. Getting in our temporary home, I'm going to ride some natural terrain. I'm taking people down. This seems like right after Mace got out of uh, Arena Cross. Oh, like he okay. just kept riding Arena Cross forever, and they're like, "You're so good at the jump offs. What are you doing?" Because a lot of those other guys raced, and then they just went to freestyle. And they're like, "He's as good as we are. What the hell are you doing?" Get out there, go on. Like the moon, the way the water runoff is, kind of creates these natural canyons that are going up the hill. This place will like inspire you. It will kind of scare the shit out of you sometimes. It just has everything. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. But like absolutely perfect takeoff and landing there. Absolutely perfect. So I'm guessing there's a season when the these jumps should be hit. Yeah, it's like this time of season. Ah, oh, so winter. Yeah, exactly. Once it rains. So loading up. Okay. Like a meathead. So where's this? This is Carson City that they were loading up. Is that right? Yeah. That's where these guys live, so is that... which is right outside of Nova uh, Reno. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. So that's Reno area. Yeah. Um, oh, good good Australian uh, blue cattle dog there. Um, but this would be also Adam Jones territory, right? Yeah. Well, so Adam where's Jones is Adam from, Jones? He's from Pennsylvania. He moved ah. out there. Derek Berlue's from Pennsylvania. He moved out there. Uh, sorry, Derek Berlue's from New Jersey. He moved out there. But, um, yeah, those guys might not have been there yet. All right, fair enough. Unless you're a pro, unless you have skills. And that's kind of the idea behind Riot, is to show those skills, not just ramp tricks. Like, just watching this here, this is what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. Just jump in. Just drive and drive and drive and drive and find something to go get. 
All right, so basically, from what I'm gathering, Swing Arm City is Utah. And we also want to see different areas of the country. Um, um, we want a little bit different. This is kind of the moon in places. Maybe. I mean, kind of looks like the moon, but there's hits and stuff everywhere. Yeah, Caneville. Your imagination is the only thing that's stopping you out here. Man, look at these big setups. You can tell the uh, the budget has increased from the first one. To yeah, I was gonna say that. Rider wise, everything. Can't say it's close to any city, you know. It's, uh, it's a little ways from Denver, a little ways from Salt Lake, a long ways from Carson City. Caneville, Utah is basically the sickest ride in the world. There's nothing here. You pretty much better bring all your belongings because you're gonna be screwed if you don't have everything. And that's the glory of it. It's all about just coming out here and riding. You know, this is what it's all about. This is, you know, this is the roots of where freestyle motocross came from. And you know what? That's basically the reason I'm out here is to ride the sickest train. That's so good to see Link out there. Join this competition. Join the tour. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that is pretty cool. I forgot that he won that other thing. Oh, what was it called? They just said it before. Um, we'll have to go back and find it. Yeah. And find that video and watch it because I don't think I'd ever seen Ryan that one. Number two, Caneville. I think I did. I just want to go over a, a couple of things on format so nobody gets lost. The idea of this thing is we go out, you ride, you find the natural hits, you have a good time. If you need to work on something with a shovel for a little while, that's cool. We'll just break and work it all out. But the key thing is go out and find the hits, do whatever it is you do out there on those hits. At the end of the day, we'll come back here, give the guys about 20 minutes once we get back to camp, and then they'll have the monitors ready to go with the tapes from the day. So you can go in in small groups, take a look at what's gone on, request certain things from them. If there's a jump you want to look at or a trick you want to look at, you're going to look at that. And then after everybody's pretty happy with what they've seen and knows what's happened in the day, we're going to pull everyone into a group. We're going to start the judging process. And remember, you're the judge. Who's that guy with the hat low on his eyes? Uh, I think he's so just helping with the setup. I saw he had a microphone, or like a walkie-talkie attached to him before. Each day. You're trying to show the best of what you can do you know both to the group here that's going to judge for the actual competition part of this but also because it's going to look you can also tell the vision of what the show was is more like clear as well yeah because the first one was kind of more like a video with some like contest like thrown in at the end and now it's like just the way they followed the people out and they're like setting everything up so we set out as a group the group they picked well they they said before um that Rabo had just got a medal at winter 06 mm. x games so um so obviously this is either 06 or 07 kind of like jumping like a super um so, but I think the last one, I think FMX Riot 1 was 04. I think that's what maybe John said or somebody else said. So, um, there's probably a year, at least one year or two years between the last yeah. one and this one. 
And now we're starting to see. All right, they've thought about it. They've, you know, I was thinking that because look at even Potter's riding versus the first one. Oh yeah, this is like we were saying. We were like, oh wait, give him a couple of years. This is Potter in a couple of years. Exactly. It's almost like a uh, supercross double or something. It's perfect, like steep on both, you know, whip and landing. Pretty good tan in between. Nice. Kind of come out of a turn, drop in a ditch. There's a little step up to it. And uh, it's just kind of a little technical double, a little second gear jump. Super fun. Not at the all Mets show like the first one was. No, that's it. So that actually brought in some big, big names here. Well, and everybody's had a couple of years to catch up to. Yeah. And to know what to expect. So I, I don't know if they kind of knew what they were getting into as they went into the first one, but that video came out. Right. Now these guys know what it's all about, and they're going to come ready to throw it out. Jumps awesome. Dude, Mason's gonna be hard to beat in this so far. Wash our faces, wash our goggles, and then try to find more jumps. I think someone like Drake would be pretty hard in this too, just because he's all about his own style. I don't know about his free riding, but he's just always looks for something different. Yeah. The guy that I kind of looked up to before I got into freestyle, I just always thought he was cool. Like he kind of did his own thing and made up tricks. Like he was basically doing tricks and trying to learn new tricks when no one really even I thought about doing freestyle. Like there's a lot of guys that free road and could do stuff like that, but he was kind of the one who started doing different types of tricks, taking them from BMX. So that was a pretty big influence on me. Let's see. Cool to hear that. Which is basically what we were saying last week. Yeah. But like Metz was just so far ahead. Yeah. He was just coming up with whatever. Yeah, on the spot. On the spot. And like throw down off it. Like you can whip it huge on any type of jump, which is something I'd definitely have to learn how to do. That is seriously a fun fucking jump, dude. What are you hitting it in? Third? Third? Yeah, me too. Just trying third, to like, third. The second wrapped, and then third just barely. You could go an extra 20 feet. Yeah, I'm scared <laughs> of landing in the soft stuff. So. Oh. Shoot. <laughs> well, let's go, Merritt. Let's go find some new fun stuff that no one's really, like, destroyed. That hasn't been hit for the past seven years. <laughs> There we go, Lordling Kogel. <laughs> no shortage of shit talk. <laughs> Maybe that's why they brought him. They're like, right, we need to spice this up. Lordling yeah. Kogel. Yeah, they're like, all these other guys are too nice. Yeah. Miles and Miller and yeah. Mason, <laughs> Mason and <laughs> Bo and uh, Foster. Like, everybody's very nice. Even yeah. Potter. Potter's like... He's nice too. I mean, that's it. I was actually quite surprised when I first met Potter. He's actually a really quiet, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's not like you would think. Just I don't know why. I well, thought that too. At, 
looking at uh, I saw <laughs> Milko put up some pictures today from like 07 X Games or 08. So kind of this time, maybe a little bit later. And like Potter had that dirty big mustache on there. <laughs> The dick duster, he called it, or the womb broom. <laughs> so, yeah, like, if you see the womb broom that was so thick on that face of his, you'd think he'd be pretty loud. But actually, yeah, he's a quiet dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It looks like it's real steep at the top where they're, like, fighting their front end down. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, they went too Those are, like, the funnest ones to hit sometimes because... Especially the first time you hit it, it surprises you so much. Cause you're just climbing this hill forever. All you can see is the top of the hill. And you're just like, oh, we're out of keeping the gas on. And then once you get over the top, like you only jump like maybe 15 feet of hill and then it just drops down. And like the that hill you land on is super crazy. steep. And like from flat ground, everyone looks like this big. So you're just like, oh. <laughs> it's definitely, it's a good feeling. <laughs> I'm glad he did an interview for the book of FMX. <laughs> he did, because I've tried to, that's just random, but I've tried to get him on. He doesn't want anything to do. He's like, ah, if I decide to whatever, you know, motorcycles again, I'll do it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah, he was like, I don't like motorcycles right now or something when I asked him. Oh, shoot. Okay. So that's what I mean. It's good that he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll hop on this project and yeah, that's cool. He was a huge part of that era. Man, he was massive. Massive. He was, he was like at everything. One of my main guys I watched. Like I love watching him. Yeah. There you go. There's Matts. Oh, that was his buddy. Looks to me, it's soft over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, he bailed right away. Yeah, he, I think he knew he was getting that in-swinger. Yeah, uh, you gotta hold on to him at least, try. <laughs> I don't think that was Matt's, I think that was his friend. No, yeah, yeah. exactly. As the afternoon wore long, the riders began to Man, how many different hits have they found? Dude, like, we've seen 20 or 30 different jumps already. You see how close everything is. There's probably just yeah. like endless stuff if you have the balls to jump off it. Ah, this is the jump that I was telling you about last week that I remembered. I was like, I just remember Link just wanting to like foot plant 180 or something. Yeah. Maybe Dude, that was gnarly. It was at least a 180. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I want to jump right to that thing. Yeah, that was bad. This is I cool. Think he, just I that think he goes left as well. Oh, no, not on this one. I've seen another one where he went left. Maybe it's later on in this video. Maybe. That's, that's nice. I just like the fact that He's doing something. You know, like, a lot of shit gets talked on Link, but yeah, he was also, like, in the beginning when, you know, just hucking huge shit and doing Supermans off of stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, you've got Drake now looking at you going, what the fuck am I going to do with this? That, that tells Drake, you everything you need to know. Jake McElroy, uh, Dustin Miller are worried about it. 
Oh, <laughs> and and there's the most stylish thing that Drake's it now. <laughs> John Matthews just signed up for uh, Rumble just because. Oh, nice. Because I couldn't get it to work YouTube's on YouTube. Working. Well, I screwed up, John. I set the time for five, and I started the live stream at five o two, and I even told Steve I was like, "This thing gets funky when you start at a weird time." Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, Drake's really having a good day now. <laughs> Man, does that bike look like Bilko's bike or what? That's DVS kit. They both just look the same. Just had to, I remember watching, I was like, okay, two stroke, four stroke. Ah, four stroke. Bilko, two-stroke. I didn't remember Bilko having the same graphics, to tell you the truth. Looks almost the same. Like, I remember he had the DVS uh, kit going as well. Yeah, sorry about the YouTube deal, John. He said he was hanging there waiting, and I was like, I didn't hit the thing right, and then it'll be posted, but it's not live. I get way more people live on Rumble anyway. Oh, sweet. Look at Tess with that sick head of hair. <laughs> they hey, can't... A lot of these guys had hair back then. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The um, cameras were stepped up as well from one to two. Definitely. Oh. Did he have braces? I found two yeah. Yeah. Cool. Holy shit. Kind of resembled the, the same stuff. What year is this, John? Go tell us. What it was. <laughs> Big left hand tabletop. One of them was probably good 90 foot long. The other one. Not as big, but still kind of a left-hand caddy kicker up over this tabletop. No one else did it. Okay, we put the results them out. expensive supercomputer. Nice place out of today, because he went to the doctors, Todd Potter. Uh, sitting in eighth right now. Oh, Matthew what? Bow, yeah. Seventh. Went to the doctor. Back in competition, Larry Link goggle. Sixth, Mr. Brian Foster. Fifth is Drake McElroy. Fourth, Mike Metzger. A tie for second between Miles Richmond and Mike Mason, which means leading going in day two would be none other than Dustin Miller. So what? let's try and have a whole lot of fun tomorrow and hopefully everyone. I feel like they him. didn't show that much of him. Whoa! Right? Okay. They didn't show um, that much Miller. What was that? Link was seventh, Metzger was fourth? I was picking, like, podium at the minute. <laughs> yeah, you start riding, get competitive again, and it goes away. How <laughs> <laughs> many runs? Who was that? McElroy? I think it was Foster, wasn't uh, it? I don't know. <laughs> FMX Riot Champion. 
Mike Metzger is the original Moto Freerider and the defending FMX. I don't know if he's the original Moto Freerider. Let's not get crazy here. And he went on to dominate the freestyle world for years. Throughout his successful career, he has proven to be one of the most naturally talented riders of all time. Pretty cool to be invited back to FMX Riot. Take two. Oh my god, that's actually way faster than I thought. Yeah. That camera angle was way cooler. Look at this, he's linking a whole bunch of shit together. That is sick. necessarily like, oh yeah, I gotta go hit that jump. The same exact one that everyone else is hitting. I'm gonna try to save my body and try to, you know, find some jumps that no one else is hitting. Or that no one else has even thought of out here. Mike Metzger, he's a pretty up and down dude. <laughs> like, that guy's like always full of surprises. Like he can ride anything on a bike. And like one day he's like doing supermoto, the next day he's like full freestyle. Then he wants to ride the nationals. And like, it's kind of cool. He can just, you know, stick to whatever he wants to do and just go for it. Cause like, no matter what, like once you get Mike on a bike, he just has fun riding. He's really cool to ride with in a place like this. He's got a good eye for everything. So he's been riding for so long and he can do a lot of different stuff on a bike. So he's really fun to follow around out here. Oh yeah. It is wild though. Like, yeah, he just links all these jumps together, creates his own lines and he's not sitting too well in the points. Yeah. Little caddies like across the hills. A lot of cliffs that just kind of fall away. You gotta be real careful when you're riding. Heading over to a riding area, you come up over a hill that you think might, you know, just be a normal hill, and you've got like a 20 foot drop right off the other side. So. Oh man. Last year I killed it. And, uh, there you go, last year, so it was only one year. Twitch and I were both the kind of guys that, you know, when we ride together, we want to be the guy. Twitch is always pushing it. Twitch can do some things that I can't always do, and I can do some things that Twitch can't always do. You know, it, was, it came down to a really good contest because we were pushing each other, and kind of everyone else just sat around and was like, okay. Are they gonna flip? <laughs> and of course, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna flip that one right here by camp. And then the pressure was on. It's like, okay, well, he, he just pretty much won. If I don't step up and try to at least, you know, flip what he flipped, then okay, then I'm gonna be behind. So I was the first time flipping my 450, and everything worked out. And uh, before I called it a, a night that day, I ended up flipping in the dark. Using someone's headlights from the truck. And, well, see what happens. I'm getting tired. Let's call it a night. Did another backflip and called it a night. Hmm. All right. So that's that's interesting that they've got this segment about Mets in the middle from the last event. Yeah. You would think they would have done it in the beginning, right? To be like, set it up as like yeah. past, last year's champion. Mm. 
All right, so I'm guessing then this is now what day two. So yeah. everything we just watched was in one day. That is pretty cool. Was it or is this day three? Or they just did that little uh, segment? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm getting used to the way a 450 works. I really, really like the, the power of it. Yikes. It's good. It suits my style. It's like just tractoring around. It kind of makes it effortless at times, especially when you got a jump that, you know, it's okay. I can jump a little bit further than this guy. You got the 450, just... You heard a two-stroke in the beginning. I was like, what is that? Yeah. Oh, nice. Sometimes I have a problem controlling the 450 throttle, though, because I'm like, I'm like an addict, you know? I just can't let go sometimes. Like, oh. um, you missed it, John. Uh... Oh. Link Kogel was doing alley oop 180, or not alley oops, but he was doing like 180 yeah. so, uh, off this big like wedge. Cool bike. This is a really big segment on Mets right in the middle of this thing. Yeah, it's actually like probably five minutes, I guess. Four or five minutes. It's got a whole video segment. As a veteran, Metzger continues to be an innovator in the sport. Today, while the other competitors were watching from the sidelines, Metzger was quietly pioneering the next step in the evolution of FMX, four-stroke power. Two strokes are soon to be a thing of the past, and the standard-issue 250cc bike will be replaced by a more advanced, powerful four-stroke engine. Metzger is the first freestyler to discover this new technology and adapted the freestyle motocross. He has always been and continues uh, no. ahead of the game. Trevor Vines. Oh. Shh. Oh. Tess just okay, so. Trevor Vines. <laughs> so was that a bit of a segment just that was more about the four stroke rather than. I don't know. Maybe they're yeah, like, is that was that the story? Is that because I'm just surprised that there was the morning, so much on it? Yeah, session three. Ah, day, day two, afternoon? day two, session three. So they got up, rode in the morning, and then rode at night. Today, you'll yeah. see like a lot of more like big jumps, they're like more basic. Like yesterday, we kind of took a lot of like you know, climb the hill, hip down into the canyon kind of stuff. Like it's more technical, and you have to time it. This stuff, like you still have to time it, and some of it's pretty scary, but. It's a lot of like, you know, put your bike in number four and go for it. <laughs> <laughs> the first jump we came yeah. across was this fourth gear gap. So now it's, now it's going to be Trick City. Yeah. Everyone on the crew tried the jump and cleared it easily. So it soon turned into a freestyle trick show. Todd Potter Damn. and the European FMX champion Matt Rabot seemed to bust the biggest. Full one hand heart. Yeah, it's a jump. It's so big, and uh, it's uh, it's very cool. I, I am surprised I can make the tricks on this jump. I don't know how long it, but maybe 100 feet, or I don't know. But it's very cool, and I look Todd. Todd uh, Potter jumped the first. I look this, and oh, so cool! And after I go back, and I jump, and uh, it's cool. He confirmed it was cool. 
It was cool. Um, that it's confirmed. Done. Thank Four you. jumps confirm. Uh, it is cool. And this is uh, very cool. But uh, I don't ride for the money, you know. Um, uh, I ride in Europe. It's cool. Um, I I come in the US, but for me the US is very expensive. But it's a very good experience. And uh, I learn English, and that's for me it's uh, very funny. Um. I thought Switzerland was real expensive. Uh, yeah, it is. But I guess <laughs> when you're at, when you're at home and you can go to your own yeah. bed in Switzerland, it's probably not that expensive. Sure. Maybe when you got to fly to America and get a, a bike and a truck, and that gets expensive. Twenty-one-year-old Todd Potter, look at that full double grab and a brake tap. Like everybody bags on me because they say I do like too much, you know, just like, they're like, jump the jump, dude, you don't gotta do tricks over it, but I got into freestyle because I like doing tricks, and I like, like, after I jump the jump, I like seeing what I can do over the jump, so, damn, I don't care, they can ride their style, and I like doing tricks, so, whatever, if you don't do tricks, then fine, if I do tricks, then cool. There you go, it's pretty simple. He should have flipped it. Oh man! Well, this would have been oh oh five. Johnson, oh, there you go. What did it say? Oh seven or oh six? Well, no, they um, said it was the following year. Yeah, but they already said that Rabar got a medal at. I know, but Mets said last year I won. What you call it? Either way, I, I think at this point though, Potter wasn't even flipping. No, I probably think, not. I think that was still upright, Potter. Upright Potter. <laughs> Did but somebody no, just? Oh, solid. I thought somebody crashed in there. The crew continued the afternoon with the theme of going big, and next up was this Ooh, huge fifth gear double. That was massive. Found the jump easily over 150 feet and hit it first. Quickly, everyone sacked up and followed. Who found it first? I missed it. Oh, yeah, we were talking too much. I didn't hear it either. Todd Potter, yeah. once again a trick throwing machine, even in fifth gear. It takes a lot of nerve to do something that stupid. I'm still shaking from doing it, and every time I'm gassing it at the face, I click fifth, 50 feet before the face. It's like, it's nerve wracking. I don't know how far that is, but it's at least 120, 30 feet. It's pretty awesome. No tape measure, just like. Yeah, I would have thought that if you're fifth, that it'd probably be bigger than 120. Yeah, well, Tess said 150, but I mean. <laughs> Perfect double heart. <laughs> yeah. The difference between a dirt lift and a ramp is the uh, the mystery of it, I guess you could say. Like a ramp, they're all pretty. See the patch on his shirt, like, pro. Yeah. Remember when they tried yeah. to do that sanctioning body yeah. deal? Kind of finding something that yeah. Or even finding someone someone's head, you know, like shorter lifts. There's tall lifts. There's like lifts with a little kick at the top of them. There's, there's everything, and we never know an exact distance out here. You're just kind of going by like hearing your bike. Did the ski jump over here. I think they got some helicopter shots in that. That's fun. That's fifth gear as fast as my bike will go up the hill, you know. 
Nice. Oh, that would be awesome to just float. Or you get your bike in the fifth gear coming up the hill pretty early, you know, and you pretty much get as much speed as your bike's going to get. And you just climb the hill, and right when you get to the top, it's not so much a lip or anything, it just kind of rolls off. And uh, it'll go down 100 feet and then probably rolls off again. And uh, as you're coming up, you just get right to that top and you just kind of pull your bike off it. You know, it's not like you're jumping off anything, you just kind of pop your bike off it and slow it down the first part and then it drops again. So you're like super high in the air and you float all the way down. Land. It feels like you're doing about 200 miles an hour when you land, you know, you're still in fifth gear with all your momentum going down, but that jump's a blast. I hit it every time I come out here, you know, it's just one of those ones I really look forward to. God damn. That looks so nuts, that jump. That is wild. For me, but yeah, the old like, pro unfortunately didn't go too far. Real talent. Nope. By late afternoon, we had migrated back for another round at Lake Huggles' infamous Moto Park. This time, the entire crew was on hand to check out Link's approach to this extremely technical takeoff. Once you hit a ramp, they're pretty much consistent. We're out here, and there's nothing consistent. The lips are always changing. The dirt's always different. You know, there's no measuring tape out here, so you can't go, okay, well, the gap's exactly set at 75 feet. You know, oh, it's, nice. awesome. it's a little bit of skill and a little bit of, uh, you know, experience to be able to go out here and hit some of this stuff. That is so good. Safety decks or, you know, hay bales. That's or, a cool little yeah, thing that he found, like know. that little lip there on the yeah, side, like yeah. it's perfect. Hospital yeah. Close by, man. So. Woo. Oh. Thing with that is, every time. Yeah, but you're jumping up so high that you're not really, have, you don't really have any fall time. Type of stuff, and well, not just ride it, but <clears throat> it's chain broke. Ah, oh, it looks like it. Yeah, after showing total okay. of the unique jump that he created, Lord Link finally crashed and burned. And as a result, his KTM surrendered to defeat, forcing him to exit the competition. Nobody had a chain or a link. Despite feeling tired and sore from a long day in the link desert, didn't have a link. These majestic badlands as the second day of Riot 2 neared its end. There must have been something else because surely there was another chain floating around in right. one of those uh, motorhomes out there. Yeah, that's um, that's disappointing because I thought in that first session, from the footage they showed us, Link had it, like he was up there. Maybe not first, second, third, but I thought a lot better than seventh place. Yeah. But well, let's see what like... happens today with his mm. big one eighty thing. Maybe that moves him up. I don't know. Move him up, let's say. Hoping on Slaughter <laughs> Yeah, I jump in. Seriously, he was like right there in the mall. And I see him like he's like looking out. Like I see this eye open. Hold the camera and his mouth off. <laughs> so it's Rush Media or something. Does that mean John Rushton is the one that produced this? Uh, I'm not sure. What was it? Rush International Off-Road. Oh, is that what something? it was? That's probably not. I can't Rushton. remember. I think that's what they said on the first one. That was where the riot came from. Ah. Uh, um, Mace was like floating that thing real, 
cool, like how long he was sideways, and then like at the very last second, like turning it in. Yeah, because like he just wanted to hold that last little bit. Probably goes to Dustin because you're up earliest in the morning and out there latest at night. Now, you were coming into the day as the leader in this competition. Did that put any undue pressure on you? No, sir. No? I don't think he's going to answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a big deal. Hey, he got no. up early because he had to go to the bathroom. That's why he got up early. These yeah. guys weren't giving you a hard time last night? No. No? They're listening to their pillows. They're fine. Cold as ice. Connor. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, dropped out halfway through yesterday and went into town to see the doctor that comes here for three hours a week. Yeah, I had an intense back problem. Yeah, those rock solids look pretty good. Yeah, back must have, the doctor must have. It's a little sore, but better than yesterday. Yeah. Speaking Done of, some uh, wonders. This morning, Mike. You said that I could have probably worn your gear for you today and just went out there with the eyeball helmet on. But the funniest thing is when we get out there, you, just, you don't even see that. You, no one would ever know that you hurt, your knee was hurt, your hip was hurt, your foot's hurting. And how no do you one do would it? ever know because I live that way every day. <laughs> get up and just deal with the pain. So what motivates you to get up and do that? Um, just knowing that we're out here to, you know, Get it done, have a good time, ride our bikes, and uh, find some new things that we necessarily haven't ridden before. Just have a good time. That's what we're here. Yeah, that's interesting. That's the, the tough part. You've got to deal with that pain all day, every day, and then go and try and have some fun. The person you thought did the best today overall is your first vote, and so on down through to number eight. You know, just remember, you've seen a lot you got of people today. Head. You saw people ride. <laughs> some people might have stepped up a little more. You know, some people might have surprised you and backed off. You know, and there's tough things that happen. Potter got out of bed and actually started to ride. You know, Larry had bike problems, but, you know, everybody, I think, stepped up. Very positive of Tess. votes were cast, yeah. it was no surprise that the unanimous winner of the day would be Mike Metzger. After ah, the there we go. Day one, Metz came alive today. Throwing down a solid showing yeah. of he was like, fuck this, I'm going to jump everything. In beautiful Caneville backcountry, launching himself back into contention. After two there you go. Oh, awesome. That, is that the first time they've shown us Metzger so. do that? Ryder Lane Coggle in eighth, Matt Ribot in seventh, a tie for fifth between Brian Foster and Drake McElroy. Link got eight. Miles Richmond is in fourth. Mike Metzger is in third what? and there's a tie for first between Mike Mason and Dustin Miller. You guys need to duke it out. And you got to remember there's a one point difference between you two and Mike. So we got one more day. All right. Other... That's cool. Yep. Last day. That's cool. So uh, Metzger's on the on the way back up. Let's see what happens. Uh, I'm still gonna put my money on Metz, even though I should know the results, but I don't. <laughs> I know it's like it's like uh, what's that song? Feels like the very first time. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like. I didn't even remember the 180. 
No. I, I don't... They haven't shown it up until that point. I mean, even so, Lynx. Like, you and uh, oh, yeah. John was, were like said something about it, and I didn't remember any of that. There's a sweet that. tech little jump they're hitting. That's awesome. Cool. That's about the only jump I probably would have hit. <laughs> <laughs> After everything I've seen. No. Actually, it all looks pretty... Pretty good out there. Like. Thing is, like he said, the big one, uh, uh, McElroy. You know, like the the landings are pretty big. Like you'd have to go yeah. really, really far to over jump it. Yeah. Oh. Early, actually, the third day I'll be leaving early, heading home to uh, go hang out with the kids. About 800 kids in the local Minifee school district, and uh, doing a little show and talking about. You know why you shouldn't do drugs and uh, do a little junk contest. So that's why I got to get going early, but it's cool. Oh! To Caneville to prove that he is still the man to beat. Title or no title, his point was proven. Mike Metzger leaves Riot 2 not as the champion, but as the leader in the realm of moto freeriding, still setting the standard. Damn. Oh, that's it's, crazy. It's weird they never said that until just now. Dustin's he's fun to ride with out here. He finds all kinds of stuff. Like probably eighty percent of the jumps we hit out here, like Dustin's found them. Awesome. Nice. I like that it was a little jump in like that. Yeah, that's sweet. Yep. Oh! One-handed knack. Hell yeah. On a natural terrain jump? Dude, Miller was so good. He was like so technical. That wouldn't look cool. Like that's, that's been done. So, I mean, whips have been done, but for some reason they don't get old. They always look good. Man, that's impressive. Uh, that's a hard trick on a perfect 75 yeah. foot ramp. This whole crew was very technical and had a lot yeah. of good tricks and style. And it, it's really hard, and that's one thing that's been hard with the camera guys is usually by the time they're all set up Ooh. to find the angle of what they want, you know, we're already ready to go to the next jump. So that's hard. I, I guess you could say it's ADD, you know, like just getting so excited because, I mean, you sit right here, you're hitting a jump, and then you look over, and there's 16 more canyons full of jumps, you know, that you just know you want to get to, so. Sometimes we don't even have two or three minutes to set up a shot. We'll show up, and I just grab the quickest, <laughs> shortest angle that I can just to get, you know, capture what's happening because you don't know if somebody's going to crash, go down, land something really cool, or they're just going to move on and leave you behind. So it's kind of a game of go, 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 go for us. Yeah, my first camera guy would always take a while to set up, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm setting the color, the whatever, exposure, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Get the right angles, climb up on top of cliffs, Billy go through rocks, and then get all the action, pack it up, 
and haul ass to the next location. And you basically always miss every crash. Yeah. You could film like all day long and you'll put the camera down for two minutes and then and somebody will eat shit. Yeah. Every day. There's some ridges that have like thousand foot cliffs on the backside of them. It looks like. So like you really gotta, you gotta pay attention. You don't really see a lot of bushes around, so you can pretty much make lines anywhere. Like there's just random peaks and hills and roll, like rolling jumps and pretty much anything that you could think of or spot out. There's a lift and a landing for it, so you just gotta kind of sack up and go for some stuff. But I mean, there, any type of rider could have fun out here. You can you can find tons of little jumps. Big jumps, whatever you want to hit. Man, there's so many good jumps in this. Yeah. Look at you went deep on that thing. That looks scary. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like he could have even gone yeah. bigger on that too. Because I think on the first day they said he was like the one guy who just went maybe not not too far, but he definitely went deep on that first day. Nice. Oh, Rabot. Almost got it. I don't think it's going to stay. Uh, that last session was pretty good. Uh, first, we were all bummed because we just had to go back and hit jumps we already hit. And that's never a plus when you got so many other jumps to hit. But Miller ended up finding a couple more that were, ended up being pretty fun. And uh, session those for a while. And I think it was a good way to end out the trip. Best friends Dustin Miller and Mike Mason end the day in a technical duel, and now everything is in the hands of the riders. Votes are cast, scores are tallied, and they themselves will choose the overall champion for Riot Take Two. This is going to be tough. Uh, I'm going to go Miller. From he's what the they've one that... shown us, I'm going to go Miller. Yeah. yeah. Just because he's found everything. The overall yeah. results for Riot Two. Ninth place, Larry Lankog with five points. Not there. Eighth place, Todd Potter. Seventh place, Matt Ribot with 11 points. All points. Then comes Brian Foster. You got 15 points. Then we have a tie for fourth place, which is broken by the higher scores, which means in fifth place it is Greg Kelroy. Fourth place, Mike Metzger. In third place for Riot 2. I was thinking it would be Miles. Miles Richmond. In second place for Riot 2. The score of 24 points and only one point out of first place. Mike Mason, Dustin Miller wins Riot 2. Woohoohoo! Well done. Yeah. Yeah. And he was throwing those one-handed knacks on that friggin' hip and stuff. And yeah, he found I was most done. of the stuff. <laughs> Congratulations to Dustin Miller, the overall winner of the second annual FMX Riot. Thanks for coming and have a safe drive home. Winning the whole thing, I mean, just like anything that's judged by your peers, like, it's pretty much an honor. Well, there you go. Dustin Again. Miller, I think. Like, um, I wasn't picking him from the start, only because of what we saw in FMX Riot 1. Yeah. Basically, Mets and Twitch were like, fuck tricks. So.
Yeah, so I was thinking like the tricks kind of were going to be on the outer, but with this team, it was back in. Um, John said this unleashed Miller on the free ride game, the on the pipe stuff uh, with him. Yeah, I would say the on the pipe uh, was kind of where I actually heard of. Was it on the pipe that they were in first, or was there another movie? Where Biton, they showed his back tattoo and stuff. Biton? I've yeah. The first time I yeah, yeah. I feel like that wasn't on the pipe, was it? Maybe it was. Um, the, when I basically yeah, I first so. time I saw all these guys. And uh, I don't know, rotten belly. The same stuff over and over, and you come out and Hootie and the Blowfish is blaring at ten in the morning. And then basically, uh, remember. Steel Roots 2 was basically all the NVHC guys. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of started to take over. Yeah. Is it time for cold one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I already had one at lunch. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's not in the red cup. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a high five. <laughs> we got an entire day behind the wheel to make it back. I'm really not looking forward to it, so it'll be nice to like change the oil in my hair, marinate in a hot tub or something. <laughs> this is when uh, McElroy awesome. still wore normal gear and clothes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it must have been like only a couple of years after that that he ditched ditched regular gear and uh, decided to be the Drake McElroy that we all know and love. So um, I just realized that because I have one of the lights off in my room that I'm very, very dark. Yeah, you look <laughs> um, fancy. Yeah, so uh, what, what was I going to say? Yeah, uh, I think I said a little bit before, but yeah, in the FMX Riot 1, basically Mets and Twitch let's say they directed the competition in saying, yeah, yeah, that's great. You did. That's great. Busty. You did a lot of tricks, mate, but you're not winning this. It's all about finding the jumps. Yeah. So coming into this one, I'm like, Oh, well then link Ogle and Mets are going to, Mets are going to win this. Like they're on top. Uh, but it looks like it went a little bit more freestyle. Yeah. At least for on sure. Day one judging. But he didn't do a lot of, there's not a lot of footage of Miller doing tricks. You know, like he even said later in the thing, like, which you would think because Triller, Triller, Miller is like a trick friggin' God, yeah. you know, he can do anything. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, but he even said himself, he was like, oh, you know, I think it's more about like, he goes, you know, like if somebody's already done a trick on a jump, it's not cool, you know, which I th yeah. also feel like he's kind of a FMX nerd, which he probably remembers every video part or whatever that was filmed yeah. there and the tricks that people did and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, I think, I yeah, that's why the, the style of doing the one handed knacks over the hips and shit like that was really cool. Yeah, exactly. I think they were the, those kind of tricks would be the ones to do. You know, yeah. like you can choose what you're going to do. And I saw, I don't know who it was. Someone did like that little seat grab indie going over the top of that step, step down. Yeah. And I was like, ah, eh, what? Is, exactly. 
Like, don't, don't. I could do uh, that. That's not yeah. really that cool. Exactly. Don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't. <laughs> See, but it's like also weird though, because like lazy boys, right? I don't know some tricks. Like, do you think lazy boys are hard or not hard? I don't think they're hard, but that's because I can do them. <laughs> um. All right. So it was one of the first tricks I ever learned. Yeah. Um, but like near the end, I couldn't do one. Like I hadn't done one in like 10 years and I was uh-huh. riding with Squibby and he was doing them one day. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to give this a shot. Couldn't do it. Could not get a lazy boy to save myself. When I like, rode a couple of years ago, when I rode some shows, that was one of the things that immediately I was like could do a lazy boy. And that's why I could do a lazy, I did lazy boys over all kinds of stuff, like hundred foot dirt hits and shit like that. But I was like, could always do them. So it didn't seem that cool to me. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. I know what you mean because like, like I said, I learned it. It was maybe like the third or fourth trick I ever learned. Uh, But then when I learned everything else and then tried to come back to it, couldn't get my body in the right position. Like I, Man, I look like an absolute swapper. <laughs> That's to, weird. To, and then and then I tried to do it like at a couple of shows. Like we went to some shows and like Squibby would do it. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll do it in the show. And I couldn't get it. And same with cliffhangers. Cliffhanger was like maybe the sixth or seventh trick I ever learned. Yeah. I, the and, last at, time, and at the end, I couldn't do it. Like I just lost it. The last time I rode, that was one of my go-tos. And the last time I rode those shows, I could not get into a cliffhanger for weeks. I rode for weeks yeah. on these shows. And I'm like, what is going on here? I could not get into it. But cliffhanger, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, lazy boys, though, I could just. Yeah. You know why? Because I feel like the way I had it broken down, you just have to pop forward, sit down for a second and wait for the exactly. bike to start to drop. Exactly. Yeah, you got to wait. No, but like that's where trick uh selection if you're gonna do a trick i think it has to be in the style or in the i don't know what do you call it it has to be in the the feeling the vibe of that jump or the or the terrain you're in so seat grabs they're out Uh, but even double grabs right the double the double heart i mean i think that's awesome doing those double hearts look fucking sick that was i agree um but, and the rock solids but maybe four thousand of them might have heard his points well that's everything right once you see too many but um i don't know i feel like just because they're i feel like the cool thing was that he was doing a hip and then doing something in the hip like you were saying yeah. somebody else i saw do some hip the other way and did like an indie can which oh, was yeah. cool because he was carved and then did the indie can because he was on the hip. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I guess if you're jumping a big-ass straight jump, then, yeah. you know. But, and definitely doing rock solids off of stuff like that where, like they were saying, the lip breaks down a little bit and it's a little bit different. And now yeah. you're still doing friggin' rock solids off it. It's very impressive, especially going fourth or fifth gear. Hell yeah, exactly. Have so you tricked think... anything really big? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, like I think 200 or 180 200. Feet. Okay, that's bigger yeah. than I did. Um yeah. but you have to jump forward in order to trick because you don't just like jump up. You have to like jump forward so you don't lose your bike cuz your bike's yeah, exactly. going so yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah, as soon as you leave like you you I I remember just like basically pulling myself forward on the bike as I was taking off because I knew I was tricking. 
if I was just going to jump normal, then you kind of just go with it. But yeah. as soon as I thought I was going to do a trick, it was almost like I was pulling myself over the front of the yeah. bike as I'm going up the lip. Um, yeah, it is It is a weird one. It definitely is weird. And you just got that that rush of the, the wind yeah. coming past. Like, you know, okay, should I really let go of everything? And Because, uh, I, yeah, I would go for double hearts or stuff like that. I hated doing Supermans over the big jumps. Um, I'd never really like hanging off the handlebars on big ones. Yeah. But I, I was quite happy to go to my seat off of a, a big jump. That was oh, yeah. Fun. Now that you say that, bar stuff, uh, you really had to jump further f- forward. Or even yeah. like seat grabs or whatever because – or um, like cliffhangers and stuff like that. You really have to jump like – try to jump through your handlebars. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which you kind of do for a cliffhanger anyway. You kind of have yeah. to, but you really got to exaggerate it once you're going that fast. Yeah, that's it. And did we see any cliffhangers in this no. at all? I don't think so. No. no, and that's surprising, right? Because Miller, Mason, Drake, those yeah. guys were all big cliffhanger guys. Oh back man, in the day. Drake's was his were awesome. So I remember we were talking about cliffhangers in the days of just throwing your feet under the bars. Yeah. So I did them then. And then I, and then I scared myself and I stopped doing them and I didn't do cliffhangers for probably like two years. And then I saw Miller in a video and it was, I don't know if it was slow-mo or what, but the way you could see every single thing that he did and it all of a sudden clicked and I was like, oh fuck, I'm going to learn cliffhangers. And I relearned them because I watched that video part over and over and you could see how like he jumped forward, hit his shins on his bars, locked his feet in with his legs straight and then straightened his waist up. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I think, I think for me it was the same and it was actually Drake was what I first realized when they, how they were doing, like, what is the technique? How the hell are they getting so straight up and down? Your legs have to be, as straight as possible when you hit your bars that's yeah. the trick because if your legs yeah. are bent it's really hard to like push yourself straight exactly yeah you kind of then go into that christ air motion yes exactly so yeah but um yeah so actually kind of one thing that you said there that i didn't think of is actually they didn't show that many tricks from miller yeah now that you say that i I was thinking he was doing a lot of tricks, but not compared to everyone else. Yeah, they kept. But maybe, showing... maybe, maybe I, I like I was I was over here. I'm looking at Mets and Link, and and like I was kind of half thinking um, Drake just for like his different style. So I, I was kind feel... of looking there, and I wasn't really looking at Miller at all. I feel like the way that that was edited was for you not because the first day. Yeah. When Miller was in the lead, both of you and I were like, what? Because yeah, they barely, yeah. they basically showed Mets the whole time and Link. And then yeah. at the end of the day, all of a sudden, they're like, Miller's leading. And we're like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, and then the next days, they showed more of Miller and had everybody talk about him, how Miller's mm-hmm. the one finding all the jumps and shit like that. So yeah. I feel like they did kind of just edit it that way so that you couldn't tell maybe right off of the bat. I don't yeah. know. I, I do what? feel like the editing of the storyline was a little bit weird. Like, they should have led with Mike winning last year. 
That should have been the first segment, right? I would have thought so. Uh, But then I'm wondering, did they put it in the middle as like we were all surprised that Metzger was in fourth on day one? Maybe. Then we were surprised. Then they showed us everything about Metzger. Then he won. And then he disappeared and he had to go to a <laughs> competition somewhere at his yeah. kids. And yeah. Tess even said something like uh, he left to save his body. And then he's like, I left because I got to go do a demo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <"What?" laughs> yeah, the left hand didn't know what the right hand was going to do. There, yeah. um, unfortunately. So Tess, Tess was caught out uh, trying to keep the show going. Yeah. And uh, the talent just told him what he was doing. Well, you know how it is working with FMX guys. I've I've been there before. I've been there before. Like, oh, I'm just gonna just gonna fudge my way through this, and then they say something. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. You're All like right, this guy whatever. should be good for this interview. Yeah, yeah. He he'll no. play the game. Oh <laughs> no, he won't. Um, yeah. So I I feel like maybe that was a decision made afterwards because Matt's disappeared on the third day. Maybe that's why they edited it that way but yeah i was i was thinking it's kind of like a bit of like a magician with their illusions so the magician like has you looking over here when really something's happening on the other side so we were we were watching the other stuff and then miller miller slowly builds through the through the 52 minutes and then he wins it so so i feel like they i feel like they tricked us on that first day so John says he feels like there was some sort of drama going on about this event, but he doesn't remember. He's thinking back th- to the FM yeah. Freestyle uh, MTX forum days. I I have a feeling actually he's right. Um, so be- you because rem- Link was not there on that last. Shot I was either. gonna say that too. I was like, because he never even he didn't stay there till the end either. I wonder if he was in Metz's truck. That was weird with Link, right? He crashed once, broke a chain, and then like I'm leaving, never rode again. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm actually. John might be right there, and maybe some memories are coming back, but there could have been a little bit of a drama about that. So uh, you saw the interview with Drake, where he yeah. said Metz is real up and down. Yes, exactly. So there... Uh, if you want to read between the lines, is yeah. that what you want to say? Well, <laughs> no, I do know some uh, just like very... Like, he's either hot or cold. Like, yeah. he's either the nicest fucking person you ever met or he's mad. Yeah. Yeah. Fair fair enough, too. Like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Because it, it all, um, like, yeah, maybe he did have that show. Maybe it was already pre-planned that he was going to go to it. But it does seem weird that you go out there for this event and you could win it and then. Yeah. Off you go. That sucks. Um, would have been. I mean, the the competition itself doesn't actually matter. It really no. And I guess at that point, Mets doesn't give a shit anyway. He's like, right. I came out. I just showed everybody what to jump. And I, I stomped it. Think for us though, it's more so like for your legacy. You could have also won this yeah. one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like 
going to the next one or whatever. I don't know if he's on the next one or not, but like basically whatever happened, something happened. And then you decided that that was more important than like winning this event, which for, like I said, I mean, I guess what's it matter? Cause it probably wasn't purse money or anything. And it's just for, he's still one of the gods of freestyle. So I guess, you know, ultimately he did show mm -hmm. up and he did, you know, do some things that were still very impressive and Metzger-esque. So what, what's the difference? Yeah, that's true. Um, now I, I do have a bad memory. If John's watching, this is <laughs> the best person to be watching and listening and maybe can tell us if this was 06, then, um, how much longer or how many more years did Mets have riding competitions after this? Because I feel like it, there wasn't many more after no. this. I could be wrong, but it feels like this was one of the last events. I do think he went out riding Echo. And this mm. is about that. Um, or no, he's still on No Fear right now. Wasn't he? What was he? Yeah, he was wearing No Fear gear. Or Alpine Stars, sorry. Alpine Stars. Uh, Alpine Stars, yeah, it's Alpine Stars. Oh, um, no, he was Echo first because he had Echo, Echo when first, he flipped. Yeah. And then, yeah, he went to the Alpine Stars stuff. So you're right. You might be right. I think it might be the Twilight there. Yeah, so. Then he came I back wonder... for like for like one-off stuff, like the world the record. Caesar Palace. Exactly. Jump. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, was he a bit disillusioned as well at this point? Like, I, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. My timeline of what's happened in, in that time, I don't know. But, yeah, it just feels weird that Link Link was there. They didn't say much, much about him. And then he was then, like, the last guy they introduced. Yeah. Looked, looked awesome from what we saw. Um, he said it was he 05, just, John. You maybe Link just showed up with Matt's. Now thinking yeah, about the way that you're talking about it and the way that it was edited. Yeah. It's almost like he just rode with him. Was like, fuck been. it, I'll just go it, with you. Yeah, it could have been. It actually could have been. Oh, there's so whoa, there's so many things that are coming out of this. We need to uh get Tess on the line or, I know. Uh, I've been thinking like just how many decades we have to go through of FMX yet. And I'm like, because I, I was thinking today, I was like, there's so much good newer stuff, like in all the guys that we're not talking about, you know, like yeah. the Javier's and Adelberg's and, you know, all those guys. But I'm like, we'll get there. There's a yeah, lot yeah. of old events and stuff that happened before we ever got to any of those guys, you know. So that's I it. think, and that's what we're just going back and reminiscing all the you know on the we, we can be really tricky and just uh, do one from like nine uh from 2017 <laughs> we, we can like jump uh, jump forward and jump back yeah uh, you know it can be a little bit like uh back to the future it's true. uh um, some recent recent history and some ancient history yeah so John said he switched to Cowie for 06, rode contests a bit, but then started phasing out. R rode yeah. winner X in 06. Yeah. So then, so that timeline does kind of check out then that, that this is kind of yeah, it's close to the one end. of the last ones. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's what I thought. And also, I guess, for Link Ogle. Which is why it's cool that Matt still came out and threw down as hard as he did. And obviously, for us, it's a bummer that he left. But the fact that he was an only for that one day, I don't understand what happened with judging the first day. But uh, mm. for the second day, he was one of the front runners. So I think that's the... That's the thing for us, you know, or like the cool part, like if you're a Metzger fan, I say, I guess. Yeah, you know, exactly. That the takeaway least... is he still delivered yeah. um, near the end. So, yeah, it's quite interesting. Very like interesting I said, it's see. great to see the people that are supposed to be the man continue to step up and be one of the guys. Yeah, that's it. And finding all those jumps and linking different jumps together as well so the fact that the guy's gonna go like everybody come to watch his spot everybody come to watch link ogle's spot that tells you probably the most it's like for sure there's a lot of respect there but yes that was a handful of really good guys that went over and watched that 180 thing and nobody wanted any part of it yeah yeah, exactly. So, All of them were sitting on on that on that. Oh, uh, McElroy ledge. tried it once and he fell, oh, and yeah. everybody else was like, <laughs> "If McElroy yeah, can't do it, I don't know that I'm going to try." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, we could bend a brake lever or something. <laughs> nah, let's 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 just stay out of this one. Yeah, keep keep clear. Um, but I mean the the other dudes like Foster. Foster rode pretty damn good. Yeah. Um. Miles Richmond, third overall. That was pretty good. Like he was 17, I think they said at the time. So that was sick to see him come yeah. out when he was young. Because I remember watching, because he did a lot of step ups, didn't he? Yes. At X Games. So that was like kind of, that's where I knew of him when he first came out, was all the step up and then Caneville. Swing out I would city, say the like, first time I ever heard of Miles was another well, probably video I that I don't remember. No, because I did IFMAs before my um, maybe I'm wrong. I think I think he wasn't even, maybe he was on him. It was before this. I don't remember if he was at the first one that I went to or not. Um, I don't think I met him there, to be quite honest. I think that was before he was even because I, I rode them in like <laughs> 01. Oh yeah, then. Um, so I don't even think. He was well, he would have been. He would have been twelve yeah, like, then. Yeah, exactly. Or thirteen years old. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I met him later when I did the freestylemx.com tour shows, where I talked to Mets before he went and did the second gear flip. So that's oh, actually yeah. where I met Miles as well. Um, but uh, no, my, but but seeing him like. As a 17-year-old coming out and tearing that place up. Dude, he had was... so much style. He was so yeah. good. So I, the first one I remember, and I can't remember the name of the video, but I remember seeing him in a video riding with, uh, who's his protege, or he's a protege of, Doug Parsons. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you notice their styles are super similar. And he was yep. even riding skin and stuff in the beginning because he rode Exactly. With, yeah. So uh, that's, I forget what video it was, but they were showing Parsons and then they showed Miles. Yeah. Now, I think it's, I, I like those sponsor deals. I had that with Shuey. Like, whatever Shuey had, I was basically running the same thing. It was yeah. a really good sponsor deal that he got all the stuff and I just, like, got his seconds. Yeah. 
and uh, you know, <laughs> I ran so that EVS. Was miles coming through, just hey, yeah. I'll take that skin sponsorship. Thank you. I ran some EVS stuff for years that way. <laughs> hey, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to do it that way. For probably most uh, of my career, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, but you know what we didn't see was any backflips. No backflips. Which is weird because a lot of those faces seem smoother than the faces at way better. Yeah, at Octeo. Yeah, but they're. I wonder if it was bigger. because there was no twitch there to like push Mets into doing it. It's true, and maybe that's why they judged him so poorly. The first, well, there was the other riders. I was thinking if it was judges, maybe they judged him based on you know how X Games likes to give if they if somebody has a trick in a bag and they come out first run oh yeah and they yeah, don't they do, do it they like to give them a dog shit score so that way they're forced into pulling the big yeah. trick second run yeah yeah the old uh force the hand trick yeah they're like hey listen that's, you better throw true. it down next run or guess what you get fourth <laughs> fourth no you're getting seventh <laughs> you, you might have enough money to pay for your hotel pal sorry yeah. <laughs> um no, I I was a little bit surprised because the the whole place looks way better for flips. I could yeah. be wrong, but a lot of those jumps look pretty damn good. Like you said, the faces look a little more like smooth and like yeah. kind of peaky, whereas uh, Akatio they looked a little bit more like uh, soft or yeah. or like just inconsistent, where it's like smooth and then there's like a yeah, hump. like that, even that the one, one they flipped. Metz, yeah, the one that they flipped, and you could see when they showed that that clip of Metzger yeah. saying, "You know, this was the first one on a four fifty He's like, "Yeah, like, exactly." Like that would have been horrible. Like it's that's actually impressive that he held on to that. Yeah, that would have ripped his arms as he popped out of that thing. So, like, yeah, I wonder. I wonder if. After that first one, then Metz was like, fuck, flipping in natural terrain. I don't know. Like, wonder if it scared him a little bit or... I think it's like you said. Just I think if they're... Although he, he did leave early, so I guess he didn't really care that much about winning it. I don't yeah. know. This is... There's a lot going on here. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the uh, the Todd Potter part, actually, I was going to say, because um, that was... So what did we say? It is 06? It's, yeah, 05 yeah. or 06. Yeah, so 06 was when I met Todd Potter. Uh, I think, yeah, it was either 05 or 06. And there was, a, there was a competition in Melbourne. And so Pete Anderson and I, we were like the two young guys. We, I think we qualified for that one at like another competition up on the Gold Coast. So we drove down to Melbourne and then it was all the big boys like Maddo, Shuey, Bilko, Sinclair, uh, Balchi, Mini, me and Pete. And then uh, um, Todd Potter came out. Like, oh, nice. So there was three, uh, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Bilko had either done a 360 or at least it was Cam Sinclair doing massive underflips. Um, I'm Pretty sure there was ruler flips and cliffhanger flips and all this craziness was going down at this one event. And there was only three guys not flipping. Me, Pete, and Todd Potter. Oh. And and I'm like, what are you 
what? I'm like, you're not flipping? And he's like, nah, fuck that. And I was like, really? I was I was actually surprised. I would have thought he'd be flipping. He still killed it. Like he yeah. got a pretty damn good score with his upright tricks. He didn't need to be, you know, playing around with flips. But I was just so surprised that he wasn't flipping at that time and was doing so well yeah. without it. Didn't need it. Well, because he is well, he did, tricks were huge, yeah, obviously killing it after it. But his tricks but, are huge, and his style was good. Exactly. You know, so and that was his invite. And he was and a I militia guy, and on videos that didn't hurt either. Don't forget. Exactly, that's it. But I remember he got a turd of a bike as well when he came out. They he turned up and it was uh, this piece of crap. <laughs> And uh, I remember he had a million problems with it. He still rode good, but I do remember he had a million problems with it. So, yeah. John so, no, remembers was... the event you're talking about. He says he thinks oh. Potter was doing 180 turndowns off an old super kicker. Probably was, actually. <laughs> like Probably full was. 180, bringing it back. Man, I all I what I really remember about that competition was how... Uh, steep the knuckle was on the landing. I was shitting myself on the job. So I kind of don't really remember the competition. Uh, I just remember bricking it, going, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm not good enough for this. (laughs) 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 But as I was saying that, they were all thrown down. So I'm like, okay, just shut up and do your job and get it done. But yeah, uh, I think you might be right because many... I think it was a battle between Steve Minnie and Todd Potter on the 180 whips. Mm. I think that, that sounds was about it. right. But yeah, so no, at that time, that was when Potter was just full on, no flips. It was just upright tricks. He's going ham and uh, double hearts and rock solids over 100 foot jumps. Easy. Easy for Todd. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap it up here so you can get to sleep. But, uh, Man, I'll still be pumped after this one. I probably won't sleep <laughs> again. Like honestly, last time I was, I was probably awake for another hour and a half, two hours after this. That's hilarious. Um, laying there in bed, like, oh, we could do this, we could do that, and fell asleep. Then we had New Year's Eve, and I forgot everything I thought of. So, <laughs> well, um, all right. Next week, we got the third and final installation of FMX Riot. Hell yeah. Can't wait to see what goes down in this one. And um, I forget. I had something else that I was looking at, but I don't remember. Maybe we'll do air style like John sent us. That one's early. Oh. Or we can jump up. That's pretty early. That's like. That's a very early. One. Two. Yeah. It's a very, very early video. (laughs) Okay. Let's go for it. I'm up for that. All right. All right, everybody. Sweet as, man. Yeah, thank you guys for hanging out this whole time. And uh, leave a comment. Any good events? You know, any links to any events that are already online that are not getting, you know, taken down or whatever? Let us know, and we'll do a companion with it. Yeah, actually, we got the the new dude who texted through the other day. Yep. Um, I can't remember the link, but he sent through somebody's putting up some clips on YouTube right now. So there's a c- account Moto X Psycho. That's uh, it. They're posting stuff up, and he actually messaged 
on the account was like, dude, FMX needs guys like you. And I'm like, FMX needs guys like you and holla. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I said to him. I'm like, man, there's this guy, Brayden Hollick, and he's been putting up uh, yeah. some clips. And he's like, yeah, well, there's there's another one that's going up. Like, oh, bring it on. Yeah. Thank you very <laughs> exactly. much. That's what we all need. Yeah, perfect. So, man. All right, everybody. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, no, I was going to say thank you as well because this will come out on the on the podcast, on Writer's Edge podcast. So we'll, I'll mishmash it and probably just use the last bit that we did this time, like last, and worked out really well. So, yeah, I think what you were saying, if, if there's more footage, and I'm thinking Jake Bowen as well. Mm. That dude's got a lot of his own footage. We can yeah, he does that. have random ass, because I remember finding his account, and I'm like, it's like Planet X, and I'm watching, and I'm like, this is just phone footage or something. Like, not at that yeah. time, it probably wasn't phone. It was, you know what I mean, a camcorder or something. But I'm like, yeah. this is just random camcorder footage of like all these events. Yeah, but it looks sick. So, yeah, yeah let's see. Maybe we can get some more clips like that too. Awesome. Awesome. All right, everybody. See you guys later. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a nice one. I know.